Yes, 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 we are back with another fantastic edition of the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian, the fastest growing podcast in the Libertarian movement. Tonight we'll talk about Loudoun County is going in the absolute wrong direction, just straight self-destruction, but for not what you think it is this time, uh, I couldn't put it in the headlines, but they gave many doses of the wrong COVID shot, not vaccine, it's not a vaccine, it's a shot, to many children. Uh, And then we're going to talk about a little bit of messaging, the LP, and just the absolute utter chaos that's going on within our own party and much, much more. So stay tuned on a very packed episode of the Cajun Libertarian Live. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, which is harassing me to no end for no reason at all. It makes no sense other than the fact that they hate that we, we have grown to almost 30,000 followers in less than a year, which is remarkable by all standards. They also hate the truth. So we need to do our part and getting out the truth, regardless of the ramifications coming from big tech. Don't forget, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, I'm all over the place. I am the Cajun Libertarian. I'm the only one on the planet. You can just Google it, follow me anywhere and everywhere, and hit that notifications bell so that every time I go live, you get this ridiculous mug and all of the information that most of you probably don't want to hear, or maybe you do. But we can have fun and do all of the things together on the Cajun Libertarian Live, the fast-growing Libertarian podcast to date. Even with the damn Facebook ban, which they gave me a freaking... I know most of you have probably already heard this. They literally... You can't even call it a shadow ban. Because they're not shadowing it. They told me specifically that they're going to, what was the wordage? Hmm, let's see. We're going to stifle your reach. I don't think that that's going to happen. They can try, but the message is strong. The liberty and freedom message is strong. Throttle. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, throw out on your reach. Thank you, Michelle. Awesome. Awesome, friend. Joe Vasquez, Facebook doesn't like you because freedom doesn't fit into their narrative. In nar- You're right. And narrative is one thing that we are going to hammer on tonight. Patricia, got my special ornament. That is awesome. Thank you. That's a huge, uh, huge deal. 
for the Liz Terwilliger for Congress in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's just killing it, y'all. Killing it. And I want the rest of the states to follow suit. We were just recently in South Carolina. They're already catching the fire there, doing the same thing. So please, if you don't know what's going on in Pennsylvania, go check it out. The Molt Maneuver plus some. Plus some. So, please get into the comment section because I'm going to need y'all in there tonight to carry me through this episode. I want to lead off <clears throat> with um so, some very honest transparency. And, and, yeah, I guess that's really the, the best way to say it. Some honest transparency. Some some very real feelings that I'm feeling. Very real feelings that I'm feeling. Kind of redundant there, but you understand what I'm trying to say. Carly Sutton, massive, massive team member to the Cajun Libertarian brand. If you see the Dash Rose on the Cajun Libertarian on Facebook post, then that is who that is, Carly Sutton. Great question, Kenny Johnson. You feeling better? Yes, I am. Um, this is like the third time that we've gone through the Rona. It's the second or third time, maybe fourth, depending on how efficient their ability is to track it. I don't get many symptoms, even though I am almost 40 with like three comorbidities, right? Type 1 diabetic, chronic necrotizing pancreatitis, and a debilitating gastric disease. Doesn't fit their narrative, does it? But yet I have suffered the least of many of the symptoms from coronavirus. My wife, however, has not yet gained her taste and smell back, which is pretty concerning for me. Even though she's feeling very better, there are, um, I, I know of the reports that there are long-lasting effects to this, right? Some of which are not being able to gain your smell and taste. And even though you can see, I am... Not in my normal bedroom or hashtag studio, right? I don't have really a studio. I do this from my bedroom. and But I am not there right now. I'm in Tennessee recording live from a hotel room that the boss or technically the company has paid for. So here we are. We're going to have our fun. We're going to do our thing tonight. No matter what. Yes, Kenny Johnson, thank you very much. I am feeling very much better. Friday night was rough. Saturday was rough. Started to get over it yesterday. Damn near over it completely now. Joe Solosky running for governor of governor of Pennsylvania. The key to Pennsylvania's success is Joe Solosky. Go check him out. Glad you're feeling better, Noel. Thank you, my friend. Joe Solosky, that is a fantastic human being. If you're in Pennsylvania and you're not voting for Joseph P. Solosky, then what are you doing? Vote for him. 
Do it and do it very soon. Do whatever you can. Volunteer for his campaign. Make it happen. Alan, do you know of anybody who was banned for saying, let's go Brandon? I don't. I don't know anybody that was banned for saying, let's go Brandon. But I'll say it, hashtag, let's go Brandon. Mr. Just Because. Cajun on those reformed ivermectin. Uh, no, I actually don't take much medicine other than natural remedies. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I will, um, I take some Aleve, but mostly uh, I do all basically natural remedies. I also have the fortunate advantage of being able to spend almost all day outside, right? So I get to soak up all that vitamin D, get to soak up at this, all that sun. As you can see, I'm not a fat person or overweight, whatever your preferred terminology is. I'm not an obese person. I stay fit. I stay healthy. I drink a lot of Powerade and Gatorade Zero. I stay out in the sun. I walk stairs as opposed to taking the elevator. All of that stuff matters. All of it matters. Cajun Libertarian, thank you. I am assuming either Carly, Brian, or my wife, Sunny Day, has posted that www.josoloski.com running for Pennsylvania governor. Fantastic human being. Met him in person. Love him online. Love him in person. My God, if Pennsylvania gets the first elected governor and it's Joseph P. Soloski, it is warranted. Fantastic. South Jersey Libertarian. I am from the next door state, but I was glad to see PA elected about 100 libertarians this go round. That trend is going to continue. I can tell you that I can't wait to get into some of the messaging behind being able to get libertarians elected to local office here later in the episode. Carly Sutton, I am fluffy. <laughs> Alan, have you tried that? No. But I hope everyone sees it, and if you need it, try it. Look it up. Could be good. You are the power versus the Rona. Yes, you have the power. You are the power for Mr. Just Because. I am fat, says the South Jersey Libertarian. I'm going to the gym to do something about it. Already lost 13 pounds. That's freaking incredible. 13 pounds. Oh, my God. That's a lot. Literally, that's a lot. That's a lot. Keep it going, my friend. Keep on keeping on. So, real quick. Tonight. On the Cajun Libertarian Live. <laughs> I have to push this comment, Carly. I am too bunk in the COVID camps. Yeah. <laughs> we can only guess what she's trying to say there. So, tonight, I want to get into something first which is what's happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, with the COVID vaccines. Virginia Pharmacy gave wrong COVID vaccine doses to children 5 to 11. Ted Pharmacy in Loudoun County can no longer provide COVID-19 vaccines after health officials say more than 100 children were given the wrong dosage. A pharmacy in Loudoun County, Virginia, gave the wrong 
COVID-19 vaccine doses to some children worrying parents and leading health officials to send out a warning to families on Wednesday. This is a very new development, y'all. This isn't abnormal, right? This, this It's highlighted because it's children. But make no mistake, many, many wrong shots, COVID shots, they're not vaccines, they're shots, have been administered. But this does deserve to be highlighted because it is children who has, have we, um, as we have gone over immensely, are basically invulnerable to COVID-19 or any real adverse reactions or any real transmissibility when it comes to the SARS-CoV-2 strain. That's a fact. 100%. Here's my opinion, and you can take it or leave it, just a thought. 100% of children should not be giving a single dose of this vaccine, of this shot. Remember now, when we were talking about the, the Afghanistan situation, let's call it what it is, the Afghanistan pullout disaster well, we were all focused on that, concentrating on that. The CDC changed the definition of what a vaccine was. That's a fact. That is a proven statistical by receipt. We can prove. Fact. It changed from a vaccine is a thing that gives you immunity to the vaccine provides protection. Right? So, no. The COVID quote-unquote vaccine is not a vaccine. It is a shot, just like the flu shot. Why? Because of the very definition of what a vaccine is, per the CDC, giving you immunity to said disease. They change that because they full understand, as we all do now, that this isn't misinformation or disinformation, y'all. This is a fact. The vaccine does not prevent you from contracting contracting or transmitting the virus. This isn't a conspiracy theory. We know this to be 1,000% true. Don't we? If you don't know that, then you just found out. And if you don't believe me, you can go check it out. Because if you're believing anything other than what I just said at this point, then you are believing 100% propaganda and not truth and not science. To believe anything other than the COVID shot is a shot and not a vaccine is misinformation, disinformation, and antithetical to all science and all of the generational science that we have come to adore, appreciate, and need. Make no mistake, we need the science. The science is what gets us through the analytical data to what we believe the resolution of X should be. So what is X? Coronavirus. 
what have they been telling us that X is? Or Y or Z? And that's, remember, get the shot and go back to normal. Don't wear masks. Don't have to worry about anything. Basically, is what they said. Now we know which many people were kicked off of the social media for saying that the COVID-19 vax does not provide 1,000% protection. It's not giving you an immunity to the disease. We know this to be 1,000% sure. <clears throat> Tab Pharmacy, located in a building on Stone Carver Drive in Audi, Loudoun County, Virginia, admitted to giving children 5 to 11-year-olds a dose of the vaccine meant for people 12 years and older. So they still gave them the right shot. It was just not the one that was meant for 5 to 11 years old. It was meant for 12 years and older. Did the Virginia Department of Health said about 112 children in Loudoun County are affected. The pharmacy who administered the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine to your child last week has been removed from both state and federal COVID-19 vaccination programs. Loudoun County Department of Health Director David Goodfried said in the letter, the health department said parents of affected children should first consult with their child's pediatrician to decide the best course of action. Yes, please do that. If you're in a position to where your child has been administered uh, the COVID shot that was meant for 12 and up and 5 to 11, you need to, you need to immediately go seek medical advice from a pediatrician and see where to go from there. That That is something that you should do. Again, to, reca to recap on this, do what you want. You have authority over your children and their decisions because that's the way parenting works to any sane human being on the planet. I would strongly advise that you give exactly zero of these to your children. Let's do math for one second. Children under the ages of 18, statistically, statistically, by the data, by the math, <clears throat> are at a far greater risk of dying in a car accident on the way to go get vaccinated from COVID-19 than they are from the actual virus. That's a fact. That cannot be disproven. Also a fact that as of to date, from the start of the pandemic until right now, children under the age of 18, 18 and younger, have about the same death rate as those who have been struck by lightning. That's a fact. The reason I say it and format it and present it this way, <clears throat> excuse me, is because I keep hearing this commercial come across my radio 
saying, Fact! Since the beginning of the summer, children's hospitalizations have tripled. Okay? That may be a fact, but they have only tripled from what? Hypothetically, three to six. Still, less than 650, to, to my knowledge, as of today, less than 650, is somewhere around 600 children of under the age of 18 years old have died from coronavirus. And as of today, according to all of the research that has happened, 100% of those children were severely ill with very, very detrimental comorbidities. Not just any comorbidities. Diseases that were very, very deadly. And, and look, we don't want anybody to die. Okay, so please don't mistake this for something. Don't be that person that chooses to, to clip sound bites out of this and call me a propagandist. I'm giving you nothing but facts. Facts that you almost almost all of you or all of you know better than I do. I advise 100,000% against you getting your kids the COVID jab. And we have all of the receipts to prove why. That's a bad, bad, bad idea. All right, moving on. If you'll notice, there are no commercials tonight. There are no ads tonight because not just the situation that I'm out of pocket and, and normal activity, but also because I want all of this to be from front end to back end because I want you to understand that the main narrative, no, I'm sorry, the, the underlining process through all of this is really one word, and that's narrative. I don't want to be the one to push the narrative. That's why I corrected myself there, because I don't want to give a narrative. What I care about are truth and facts. My bad. Phone fell over there. So we're going to push through this. This is going to be probably a very short episode, but I want all of this to be linked to one facet or the other, all of which being underlined by a predominant narrative being pushed. And that narrative is 1,000% pushed predominantly by left-wing media. Or whatever you want to call it today. Progressive media, Marxist media, Democrat media, corporate media, Part of the problem is that we keep changing language. The reason that the language is changed and habitually and purposefully changed <clears throat> is because you cannot have this conversation in the battlefield of ideas and win. It's impossible. So the language and the definitions must be changed habitually to maintain the narrative. Before we move on, let's check some comments.
Blatant disregard, says Mr. Just Because. Medical mistake, no. Blatant disregard, yes. Uh, one of my teammates posts from my page. LOL, that's what I was trying to say. Carly. Ah. <laughs> Referring to another comment. Uh, also, by the way, my wife pointed something out the other night that I, I please understand I cannot see like a reply to a comment. So if I comment on a comment of yours, then it's just me acting genuinely as I so choose and desire to be is more than anything genuine and sincere. South Libertarian, South Jersey Libertarian, and they want to keep the records hidden for 50 years. Yes. It's, it, and that's what it looks like here. Uh, a lot of you replying to each other was phenomenal. I need you to do that. We need you to do that because every time you comment, every time you like, every time you share, it pushes the algorithm through the freaking ban that Facebook wants to put on me. And I hope to God that I see Mr. Just Because. He's on YouTube. Fantastic. Thank you. Please go like and subscribe. Hit the notifications bell on YouTube so that we can hang out together over there. I don't know how much longer I'll be on Facebook, but Twitter is taking off. And so, I imagine there's a fairly large audience on Twitter right now considering the um, the post I made earlier about the Mises Caucus, which we are about to get into because it fits so damn well with what's happening in our country right now and with the media and with the language. So, let's go back to the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Kyle Rittenhouse was rightfully found not guilty on all charges. Rightfully. Because self-defense is self-defense regardless of who it is against. Period. And that was a clear-cut case of self-defense. Now, the media is habitually doubling down on the false and dangerous lie that he is a white supremacist vigilante that was just out to murder folks. You know, I'm not here in front of my normal setting, which I could play you clip after clip after clip after clip of left-wing narrative, media narrative, regurgitating this toxic lie. That is a fact. This is not the right-wing media doing it. They do their propaganda in a different fashion or form. They have this right. Right-wing media has COVID right. That's going to piss some of you off. Still a fact. What the left-wing media is saying about COVID is a blatant and dangerous lie. The right-wing media has got the COVID situation right. They also got the Afghanistan situation right. That's about all I can really say about what they have gotten right. Or at least to full capacity of what's correct. <laughs> They're still propagandists, y'all. Uh, and and by, by design. By design. So, as I put in a tweet response earlier, what we need to do with all of this media propaganda is chicken bone theory, right? You eat the meat and you spit out the bone. 
You take what's true and what you know is factual. Be it left, right, middle, libertarian, doesn't matter. You take that and then you spit out the propaganda. That has to happen. Eric, just found you on the Twitter and hit follow. Thank you, my friend. I will follow you back. Eric Brumhammer, fantastic human being, avid follower of the show and of the brand, but more importantly, of the message. Okay? So, going back to what they're saying about Kyle, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and the, the result of that. What they're doing is nothing short of dangerous and cancerous because they continue to push and double down on this narrative that this kid was out there just roaming the streets as a blatant racist at a BLM protest wanting to murder folks. Not to mention There's so much. There's so much. Not, <laughs> so much to talk about. Not to mention the fact that you literally have some of these people like Jalen Rose on ESPN. Who, I won't say that. All right. Jalen Rose on ESPN. I hope to God he's, he's just an honest fool. Because he literally said today or yesterday that all of those BLM protests were started, which were turned into riots, by the way. There should never be a, a misunderstanding of that. If it turns violent, it's a riot. I don't care who's in charge of it. If you're burning down buildings, that's a riot. And you're looting people, that's a riot. All right? Jalen Rose said that Jacob Blake, who was shot by police, he said shot and killed by police today. Jacob Blake is still alive. This is a blatant lie. He is still alive. 1,000% true. There was another pontificator from the liberal media that said the same thing. That this all started as a BLM protest, which it was not. It was a riot because cops shot and killed Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake is still alive. They push this with zero freaking regret in complete disregard for the safety and well-being of every American in these cities. They don't care about you. They don't care about your safety. They will continue to push this knowing that there will be violent riots with your business being burned down while they blame white people and corporations. It's unfreaking real, and it needs to end immediately. And there is only one demographic that can end this, and it's us. You are the power, and that is a fact. Because this stops when we demand it to stop. This doesn't end until we make it end. And they will continue to push this violent rhetoric that will destroy you and your homes in order for them to gain more power. 
and act like it's the rich that they want to go after. What? This never-ending reciprocal nonsense of white supremacy being the greatest threat to American democracy or the greatest threat to our country. Like there's still, do you understand how rich Kyle Rittenhouse is about to be for suing for defamation? And he should get every penny. Every single person, including Joe Biden, that called him a white supremacist murderer. He should sue the pants off of every single one of them because they lied and they know they're lying and they do it intentionally. It's not that they're misinformed. They saw the damn videos. They know exactly what happened. They choose to lie. And they choose to put your family and your business and your communities in danger. Fact. I I heard some chanting talking about, say his name, Rosenbaum. Say his name, Rosenbaum. Get bent. We have multiple receipts of, of, of these blue check disgusting individuals. Chanting and and talking about how Rosenbaum and the others were victims. I will never in my life, not once, ever feel sorry for a fucking dead pedophile. What? What? And they know he was a convicted five-time serial child rapist. They know that. Don't confuse it with confusion. They know he was a disgusting piece of trash human being that raped five kids. And they still back this propaganda. I will never, ever apologize for dead pedophiles. And I will never back pedophiles. Ever. I understand that Rittenhouse didn't know he was a pedophile. I'm saying by default the result is a net positive. And if you argue with that you are on the wrong side of history. If you're going to argue that someone that is a convicted serial child rapist Our country, our world isn't better that he was smoked and gone from the planet and he cannot rape any more kids. Go find another place to live. Get out of this country and be gone. And if you're in the Libertarian Party and you back this, child molestation has no place in anything. But damn sure not the Libertarian Party. You can do all the stupid ass mental gymnastics that you wish to choose and engage in. Go for it. 
But if you get mad when we call you out for being a disgusting, evil human being and misrepresenting this movement, then I don't want to hear one bit of your crying trash. There is no justification for that. And I will never apologize for it. And I will habitually say to the day I die, you need to be removed from society. If you were going to back pedophiles, then I consider you one of them. And you need to be removed from society. Give, give one reason. One. Mr. Just Because, thank you. By default, a net positive. South Jersey Libertarian. At my shop right now, I have a wood chipper. You could fit a minivan in. That's where these pedos belong. I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, great question. Did you see the rap sheet coming from South Jersey Libertarian? Sorry for all of you watching or listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Give me a five-star review even though you hate the show. Still, show me some love. Uh, did you see the rap sheet for the guy who drove the parade? It's funny. I have access to all of his info. But CNN is still saying we'll never know why or he or she did it. Yes, I was about to get into that. It's like a 50-page rap sheet, most of which is violent criminality. Chelsea Wolf, Rosenbaum is no martyr. Horrible human. They're trying to make him a martyr. It's disgusting. And I will never, I will not stand by if I have an ounce of, if, if there's one of you watching, then I will continue to shout it. Yeah, they're trying to make him a freaking martyr. Unbelievable. So let's move on to what South Jersey Libertarian has to say because I'll continue to rant and get, get out of control and keep repeating myself. Um, <clears throat> CNN is still saying, we'll never know why he or she did it to the guy that maliciously and intentionally drove through a crowd and mowed down people at that Christmas parade, Christmas parade in Wisconsin yesterday. Yes, here's the thing. You're seeing it live, right? Kyle Rittenhouse was guilty by default the minute he shot BLM protesters. Even though none of them were black, he was a white supremacist that murdered people. False. We know all of that to be untrue. Even the UK decided they were going to put something out saying that he, he shot three black dudes. He didn't shoot anybody that was black. There were three white guys, all of which had massive criminal records. They were quick to say... That is white supremacy, and it needs to be eradicated immediately, and our justice system has failed. But when it comes down to a black guy mowing down a bunch of white folks at a parade, it's exactly what you just said. We don't know the motive. We do know it's a he, but we don't know the motive. Now, as that is correct, it is hypocritical at best. And still evil. You cannot say that you're going to jump straight to the conclusion of this is a white supremacist murderer, which they're still saying clip after clip after clip after clip I heard today. This murderous white supremacist. Our justice system is filled with white supremacists. 
But when this guy mows down, intentionally, make no mistake that you're going to find out within the next 48 hours, this guy intentionally mowed down all of those people, which uh, the last I heard were five dead and at least six children in critical condition. Black guy, white parade. I specifically don't care about the color of the skin of what's going on. I care about the intention of the human being. This is just solely to point out the hypocrisy and the evil and the intentional damage that the media is trying to do. There is but one way to stop it, and that is us. You are the power. I don't know why that guy murdered all those people last night in Wisconsin. I don't. I don't know the reason for it. I seriously doubt it was racially motivated. Just like I know that the Wisconsin situation with Rittenhouse and the vast majority of other these, they're not, they're not racially motivated. Most of them are bad decisions in bad situations. But the narrative has to be race until it's not a white person. And that's just a fact. That's a dangerous fact. That is the most dangerous narrative that we have facing today. One of the most. I'm not going to say the most. I'm going to say one of the most. It's just unbelievable. Chelsea Wolf brings out a very, very good point. He was out on bail, released $1,000 cash bond bail, by the way, after already running over a woman at a gas station days before. Uh, 48 hours, Chelsea, to uh, elaborate on this point. To, to my knowledge, 48 hours. 48 hours ago, he was released on a $1,000 cash bond bail, which I'm very familiar with because the last time I was arrested, I had a $1,000 cash bond bail. Nobody could afford to come get me out because it's $1,000 cash. Right? Most bail is predicated upon a, the 10% rule. If it's $1,000, you pay 100 bucks, you get out. $1,000 cash bond bail means that it has to be 1000 bucks. So I'm totally familiar with it because last time I was in jail, I was in there for a little over a week because nobody could afford to pay $1,000 to get me out of jail. And so, yes, he um, 48 hours ago, he was released. This is to uh, the best of my knowledge. He was released on a $1,000 cash bond bail. 48 hours ago for running over or attempting to run over the mother of his child or technically one of the mothers of one of his children with his car. Two days later, he mows down at least five people murdered. Absolutely brutal event. As soon as I heard the story, my wife, uh, I'm sorry, my, uh, I was going to say my wife, my, my heart just sank and is crushed because all of these people and their kids. I know the, the, the last time I heard there's six kids in critical condition. And from video surveillance, surveillance, it looks completely intentional. I don't know how else you're supposed to interpret it. I don't. Completely intentional. You can literally see the guy 
takes his vehicle, is at almost damn near a dead stop, pretty much just lines it up with people and hits the gas. I won't buy that garbage narrative that the corporate media is trying to push, that they don't know if this was intentional or not. He was uh, the the first thing I heard, and it's still going, was that he was running, he was fleeing from a, a, a knife incident. Okay, how do you decide to flee from a knife incident? Find your way into a parade route, which is the worst place to be to escape a crime. By the way. And then decide you're going to run everybody over in the process. Get bent. This was intentional. Intentional. Carly, pray for that town in Wisconsin. Yes, very much so. We are. Big time. Uh, that Yeah, so that, that appeared also from the South Jersey Libertarian. This also appears to be a very real thing. Uh, it's weird because he appears to swerve to avoid some, but swerves towards others. Yeah, it's, it's going to come out eventually, but they will try to memory hold this and bury it so that we can't see what the real truth is. But we have the Internet, and the Internet has ultimately been the, the number one demise of corporate media, which is why they want so desperately to shut down voices like mine. Because they don't want the truth. All that matters is the narrative. Wacky shawl. Wacky shawl. Something. Mr. Just Because. Cajun, that story doesn't even stretch the, or scratch the surface. He says stretch, but I'm assuming he's saying scratch the surface of how wild Southeast Wisconsin is. Da, da, da. The stories are literally endless of the worst of the worst human on human violence. Lord have mercy. Wow. All right. We're going to cover that story the more it unfolds because there's obviously going to be some real, real actual info that comes out of it. And we don't really know. We can assume. And we, we here's what we can know for a fact is that the media is trying to spin this into something that they want it to be, which is, is not white supremacist. I wouldn't be surprised if they figure out some way to make this black guy a white supremacist. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Even though it's black, mowed down a bunch of white guys, white folks, it wouldn't surprise me. There's one of two things, right? They're either going to spin it into somehow this was a black voice for white supremacy, or it was... Um, just straight up, we don't know the reason, which is usually the end result. So, moving on from that, let's uh, let's go ahead and tackle the the LP issue. I don't really like talking about LP issues on this show, as this is a national show. It's actually international, and a lot of people that watch the show aren't very you know libertarian, and so they don't know a lot of the drama that comes in the LP and all the nonsense that comes with it. 
But I feel it very valid and important to tackle some of it because it very much relates to exactly what we're talking about tonight. And something that I spend a lot of time on, and that's narrative. Because language is very important. And narrative is directly tied to language. So I want to talk a little bit about how the Mises Caucus. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this because, quite frankly, I don't care. The reason I care is because of what outsiders see when it comes to the infighting of the LP. I am not even a member of the National Libertarian Party. But I am associated with the LP, and rightfully so. The reason I landed at the LP is because of common sense. I didn't need to read Spooner. I didn't need to read Ayn Rand. I didn't need to read Bastiat or or, or um, Rothbard, right? I, I didn't need all of this philosophical literature to land in the LP. Common sense brought me to the LP. And so it's important when we're talking about what our movement as a whole is doing. And what I see firsthand from the anti-Mises people is toxic cancer. Toxic cancer. What is the anti-Mises crowd? Predominantly filled with leftists, left-leaning libertarians. I'm not even sure where to begin the dissection of what is or isn't a left-leaning libertarian versus what is or what isn't a right-leaning libertarian. I think all of it is faulty by nature. All of it. Because I am neither a right-leaning nor a left-leaning libertarian. I have values in layers. There are some things that I will gravitate towards that are more conservative leaning principles. I have some things that I'm going to align with that are more progressive leaning uh, principles. This is the example of why collectivism and labels are so bad. But it's also a great example of why our language is so damn important. Because how are we better than the duopoly if all we're doing is shoving people into collectivist ideas and ideologies? And this goes... For both right and left. Libertarians. Right? This is this isn't it's not exclusive to just the anti-Mises crowd or to the Mises crowd. This is applicable to both. Right? And I, I'm fully against calling which many of our my friends the loser brigade. Not 
for that. I'm not. That's a terrible thing to do. Or calling them epping nerds. That's that's not a good thing to do. It's not something I'm going to support. It's not something you're ever going to hear me say. You're not going to hear me or see me online attacking specific demographics of people over their belief system until their belief system specifically attacks others or they're wielding their belief system to attack others or using another's belief system against them in an attack mode. Because I believe in the individual. I believe and I want all of us to eventually get to a point of maturation or within the process of maturation to where we arrive at being able to see people for the complex layers that we all are. And that there's no simple assessment of an individual based on a comment that you found on Twitter. Right? We are complex. We are more complex than any other animal on the planet. Because we have been created in God's image. You don't have to believe that. But scientifically, you have to believe that we are more complex than any other animal. If for the basic, simple, scientific fact and acknowledgement of intuition. Right? You, as a human being, wants to know why that tree stands. Or why that branch fell from that tree. A dog will just hear the branch fall, hit the ground, go sniff it out. And that's the end of the story for them. They don't care where the branch came from. They don't care the genetic makeup of the branch or how that branch became that branch and how a branch from that tree or a leaf from that bush bush became what it became. We are separated from the rest of the animal kingdom by intuition, if not more. Plus more. All that to say we are complex creations. And creations is important because we're not here by accident. Take it or leave it. That's just a thought. We are not here by accident. We are complex in nature. Far more complex than any other species on the planet. And for very specific reason. Because we each have individual divine appointments. Now again... Not trying to get off into the spiritual realm here. My opinion, take it or leave it. I'm telling you why I want to wind down this rabbit hole. It's because of what I believe. Now, because of the complexities of the human nature and the human psyche, and the makeup genetically of who we are, this should help us to be more gracious and patient with people. Me first. Me first. I need to learn to be more gracious and patient in in wanting to understand exactly where you're coming from and why you're coming from in regards to X. What you're seeing within not just the LP community, but the entire globe 
in the entire human population, and this is all propaganda, is this desire to want to dehumanize people and to put them into collective categories. So while I'm vehemently against calling people that you know are, are pro GSM, pro um, you know liberal rights, if that's a thing, I'm vehemently against you calling them the loser brigade. Uh, and when I say you, I'm talking about people that are doing that, not you specifically, just anybody. Nerds, I, I'm not going to align with that. I'm not going to accept that. I reject that. Because that is dumb and unacceptable. What's also unacceptable is completely bashing the Mises Caucus at all costs and running around calling all of the Mises members white supremacists. And I've seen, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this. Literal Nazis. You will always lose if that's what you're going to go on. And make no mistake, the odds are already stacked against you. They are left-leaning libertarians. They are stacked against you because the vast majority of America doesn't share your leftist ideology. That you need to come to grips with, and you need to come to grips with that immediately. Because if you want to make allies in this fight, then you need to understand, first and foremost, that most Americans don't align with your leftist ideology. So you need to go out of your way to convince them as to why your ideology makes sense, even within libertarian circles. The problem with that is most of you can't articulate why it makes sense without bashing the other side. That is a fact. And the reason is because a lot of the rhetoric that comes from the leftist ideology, not necessarily in the Libertarian Party, but just leftism as a whole, is insane. And it does not make sense of reality. You cannot recruit based on an ideology or, or a principle that doesn't make sense to the vast majority of America. That is a fact. Can believe all of the <laughs> propaganda you want to believe. But the truth isn't on your side on the vast majority of subjects if you're going to be full-blown leftist. Science doesn't back it. History doesn't back it. And common sense doesn't back it. Again, the reason that I'm here is because of common sense. So you're not going to convince people that just want to have common sense and believe in individual rights and freedoms of your ideology when you can't make sense of it on a common platform. It's not going to happen.
here's the question you need to ask yourself if you're a part of the leftist ideology. Do you want to make allies? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, then the last thing that you want to do is run around the internet calling everybody literal Nazis, white supremacists, and alt-right. Now, if you don't want to make allies, then just keep doing that. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. Do the thing you've been doing now for a long time, and you will have exactly zero allies. If you want to win, in the battleground of ideas, then you have to stop. And you have to change. You have to suck it up, grow up, and accept the fact that the vast majority of America and the vast majority of human beings don't accept. The vast majority of leftism ideology. They don't. We have the receipts. So change. And stop being a toxic cancer. Or go back to the Democrats. Because quite honestly, with, uh, with several conversations that I've had with multiple people that are what I would consider vastly more intelligent than me, and have been doing it a lot longer. If you left the LP, it would be addition via subtraction. Because then I won't have to worry about political orphans that come across my Twitter thread or my Facebook page or so-and-so's internet threads I said me because I'm speaking from personal experience I don't have to worry about them running across that and going what the is going on with the LP that is insane and I want no part of it 2022 may be the best opportunity for the Libertarian Party to gain the most traction legislatively in creating law in local community that we've ever had. The last thing we need is for rhetoric that is number one toxic, number two cancerous, divisive, and that draws people or pushes people far away from the LP. Be sane, be intelligent, and stop being divisive. Because every time you mention hateful speech towards the Mises Caucus, they grow larger. And I say they, because I'm not part of the Mises Caucus. I'm only a part of the Libertarian Party Seafood Caucus. And that's because I'm co-founder of it. And that was meant for a unifying situation. 
don't actually do anything there but have fun. I'm pro anti caucus. <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. But I can tell you that if it really got out of hand, which it seems to be going that way, and I was left with no other choice, I would join the Mises Caucus. And you know me. I am not a bigot. I am not anti-trans, anti-LGBTQ. I'm not anti-GSM. I'm, I'm pro all of that. Specifically when it comes to legislation. And here's the kicker. Here's where you lose every one. Because you've lost sanity. I am your ally in the fight against discrimination from the government. I am there in lockstep with each of you when it comes to discrimination from the government. There is no reason, there is no valid excuse as to why the government should be discriminating against you because of your race, sexual orientation, sexual preference, None of that. We are 1,000% allies. But I don't support that lifestyle morally or spiritually. Because I care about your spiritual health and your physical health and your mental health. We will never agree on that. I don't support that lifestyle morally. But I 100% am your ally in the fight against government discriminating against you being able to live your life the way you want to. And now that I've said that, here come the accusations of me being a bigot and me being Alright. Watch and see, folks. Now, because I highlighted it and I pointed it out, there will be less of it. But the fact that there would be any of that, calling me a bigot or alt-right, is exactly why the Mises Caucus is running roughshod and just slaughtering you in recruitment. And I completely understand why. Take it or leave it. That's just a thought. I love each and every one of you. And when I say that, I mean it wholeheartedly. I fully expect all of the backlash, even from people that I consider friends, that I love, that are going to hate me for the things that I just said, I don't care. I still love you because that's who I am. Because I'm an avid follower of Jesus. And I love people. I don't care how much you hate me. We may fight about it. We may bicker. And I'm going to still love you. 
And I'm going to still care about your rights. I'm going to still care about your freedoms. Even if I disagree with you. And especially even when I disagree with you morally. That's irrelevant to me. I'm here as your friend and ally in the fight against the government. But go ahead. Call me a damn bigot. I don't care. And that is how you've gotten more Mises Caucus. People are tired of being called bigots. People are tired of being called alt-right. People are tired of being called literal Nazis. This is your fault. One hundred percent of it. Fix it. Or don't fix it. You always have the Democrats who are disgusting, anti-GSM, anti-LGBTQ, anti-pro-black. They're all of the things that you hate about the Mises Caucus. But they will tell you everything you want to hear. So, I don't know what else to tell you. I will have Dave Smith on this show. You can get mad about it. I don't care. I will and have had Ashley Shade on this show twice. You could be mad about it. I don't care. Because I love people. And if they're going to spread the message of liberty, then I want to platform them. I love you very, 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 very much, each and every one of you, all of you. And I hope this helped. I really do. I know it helped me. I'll see you Wednesday night, same cage of time, same cage of channel. I'm out.